Welcome back, my gardening friends, to another Focal Point Friday episode. Let's spend just a few minutes together reviewing a snippet of information from a previous episode, highlighting a new topic, or quickly focusing on a current event in the food and agriculture world. Let's get down and dirty. This is the time of year when tomatoes are on a lot of gardeners' minds. And as we're selling our garden starts at the farmer's market, I get asked all the time about if we prune our tomatoes. If so, how do we prune them? How many tomatoes might a gardener expect to get from one of the plants that they're buying from us? And folks tend to get a little frustrated when it's not as straightforward of an answer for them as they think it should be. And that's because the answer is very dependent on the type of tomato that you're growing, the level of nutrition that that plant receives, the type of soil it's being grown in, whether or not it's staked, regardless of being pruned or not, and the prevalence of pests and diseases in your area. All of these things are going to make a difference as to what the yield of your tomato plant is. And keep in mind what we're talking about here is indeterminate tomato plants. You do not want to ever prune your determinate tomato plants because they only set a certain number of fruiting points during the season. They will only produce a certain amount of fruits and then that's it. So you don't want to be pruning any of those suckers off because you will reduce the yield. So what we're talking about here is pruning indeterminate tomato plants. So generally speaking, the average, let's say, slicing type of tomato can give you anywhere from five pounds per plant up to 30 pounds per plant. Again, based on all of those different components. So if we average that at about, you know, 10 to 15 pounds per plant, that's about right. But first things first, optimum nutrition is what makes one of the biggest differences in our yield. You need to make sure that there is an appropriate amount of organic matter in the soil, that the nutrition is there, that the plants are getting the proper amount of nitrogen early on when they're putting on all of that early growth and all that leaf growth, and then make sure there's enough phosphorus and potassium and calcium and magnesium in the soil when they start to bloom and start to produce those fruit. So the better the nutrition, the better the plant can perform. The next thing would be disease and pest prevention, depending on your area. So if you live in an area where tomato hornworms are a problem, for example, or aphids or leaf miners, things like that can be a much bigger contributing factor to a lower yield than pruning would be. Um, Maybe you live in an area with a lot of prevalent diseases. In our area, it is foliar diseases because oftentimes our springs are cool and wet, and that is the perfect breeding ground for those foliar diseases. If they're not kept at bay, they can destroy an entire field worth of tomato plants before they even get a chance to produce. Staking the tomato plants is also a very big component. You're going to get a much higher yield If you stake those tomato plants up or cage them over letting them just vine on the ground, you'll have fewer losses from ground-dwelling pests 
and animals that have access to the fruit when they're low to the ground like that. You have less chance of them getting bruised or damaged from ground contact and moisture. So whether you prune or not, getting those plants up off the ground could make the difference between getting five pounds out of that plant versus getting 15 pounds out of that plant. Now, if you want to prune, how you do it and how heavily you prune is going to depend on what your goal is. In general, like we said, we have sort of a set amount during our growing season that that plant can optimally provide. If everything else is dialed in, the nutrition, the disease and the pest prevention and everything being staked up, then we can look at, all right, if that plant can potentially produce say 15 pounds of fruit, then pruning is just going to change how that fruit produces. So if our plant has the potential based on those other factors to produce 15 pounds, then if you prune, then you're likely to get fewer fruits, but they're going to be heavier. So you might get 15 one pound fruits versus if you don't prune, you'll end up with more fruit, but they will be lighter. So you might get 30 half pound fruit. The total pounds of output is going to be about the same based on all of those other factors. So it comes down to what your goals are. Because remember, when you're pruning off the suckers from your tomato plant, you are cutting off those fruiting stems. Every one of those suckers is going to produce a cluster of flowers that, if pollinated, will produce fruit. So if you're cutting those out, that means the energy from that plant is going to go into producing larger fruit on the already existing branches. If you don't cut those out, then it's going to split that energy up amongst all of the fruit that are developing on the plant. Now, of course, the longer a growing season you have and the more you can feed this plant, the longer time it has to produce. So if you live in a long season growing area, you might have a higher fruiting potential for that plant. You might be closer to that 30 pounds per plant that we talked about. Whereas if you are in a very short season area, you may have closer to the 5 to 10 pound range. But the total pounds of output is going to be the same based on the nutrition, the disease and pest prevention, the staking, all of those things. How you prune is going to be based on what you want from the, the plant. So if you're growing beefsteak varieties and you want really big slicing tomatoes, then yes, go ahead and prune some of those suckers so that all of that energy is being focused on those fewer fruits. But if that's just too much tomato for you at one time and you want to be able to eat one smaller tomato instead of having to wrap one up that's only half eaten and throw it in the fridge, then you might be inclined to go ahead and just leave those suckers on there and have more fruits that are just a little bit lighter. So where does this confusion often come in or this feeling like we have to prune our tomatoes? Well, much of the pruning advice that we see is based on recommendations from commercial farms that are often growing in protected culture, those high tunnels or greenhouses that you see. In those situations, heavy, heavy pruning is needed for several different reasons. First of all, you need better airflow to reduce disease because obviously when you are growing in an indoor sort of situation, you have a higher prevalence of diseases based on a lack of airflow. 
It also gives those fruits more sunlight because if you remove the foliage, you're getting more sun to them. And oftentimes under these plastic grow houses, the plastic has a film on it that sort of filters the light a little bit. So it's not cooking the plants, but it also means that they're reducing the foliage in order for those fruits to get more sun. It's also a better use of space to prune those plants down to just one or two what we call central leaders. It's basically one main vine on the plant or two main vine on the plant. And so it gives them a better management of the plants based on their labor hours. All of this culminates in a much higher yield. But these are very, very highly managed facilities. So somebody is in there every single day cutting out those suckers, tying up those leaders, making sure that they're climbing the way that they're supposed to and lowering them. There's all kinds of different procedures that go along with this. This is not always something that is replicated in open field culture, even with the large farms. Now, there are some that do, and they put large stakes up and they do, you know, what we call the Florida weave, where they're weaving the twine or the trellis in and out of the plants as they grow and keeping them very upright and very straight. And those are also often pruned on the bottom. So they may be pruned to one or two liters, not always. Often the lower leaves are pruned for airflow, but they're not always done this way. Oftentimes, this is not practiced at all, especially with tomatoes that are intended for like sauces or canning. Those are often allowed to vine along the ground or grow in sort of a large bush culture. Others of them in open field culture are staked, but they are not heavily pruned. Everybody has a different way of managing these things. So somehow along the way, this idea of, well, you have to prune your tomatoes or you're not going to get a good yield permeated into just regular backyard garden culture. Look, we grow 700 some odd plants every single year, okay? We don't prune like this. So pruning is going to depend on your climate and what your concerns are and what your goals are. So if you're concerned about airflow because you live in an area like mine where foliar diseases run rampant in the spring, you likely want to prune the bottom of your plant pretty heavily to keep soil from splashing up. And as the plant grows, prune out enough of those suckers to keep the air flowing around the centers of the plants. But if you live somewhere with a very dry, very hot growing season and your tomatoes are often sun scalded, you likely don't want to prune very much at all because your fruits need the protection from the foliage. And if you're too busy during the gardening season to do much more than stake up the plants, feed them, water them, and then harvest what comes in, then that's what you do. There is no shame in not pruning your tomato plants. We don't prune much at all. Keeping the foliage up off the ground is important. And if we have a hard year with foliar disease or the weather has been very stagnant with not a lot of airflow, we will prune out some of the foliage in the center to keep that air flowing. Staking and trellising for us is much more of an important task for our production than the pruning itself. And we honestly just don't have the manpower to be pruning tomatoes down to one or two liters and going out there every week to prune the suckers off of 600 to 750 tomato plants because there are other crops that are growing at the same time and many of them need more detailed attention to produce properly. And there's only two of us. So 
in the end, read all the different ways it can be done, watch the videos, listen to the podcasts, read the blog posts and the tutorials, and then decide what is feasible for your climate and your garden and what is manageable for you. I promise your tomato plant wants to produce as many fruits as possible. Focus on the nutrition, the pest and disease prevention, and the staking and the plant will take care of the rest. Thanks for joining me on this Focal Point Friday. I'll be back again on Tuesday for another regular episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. So until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden, and we'll talk again soon.